For English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 41 of the Press 2 Podcast. How's it going, Bruce? We're 41. It's going good. How are you? I'm amazing. I uh, see so you got a haircut and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I look like a human a again. I want to twerk <laughs> on a tree right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it felt so good to look good. <laughs> Confidence look, is exploding right now. <laughs> looking good and feeling gorgeous. Is that what is going on? <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Oh, my God. Well, are you a Bridgerton fan? Am I a Bridget? No, I didn't watch it, but apparently everybody, their mom, grandma, stepmom, stepsister, and dead ass relatives have been watching it, but me. Well, it it was good. I didn't think I was going to like it when I saw it. It was good. But we have some news and pop topics today. Pop topics. So Bridgerton, I like to call this Bridgerton by Kim Kardashian, because (laughs) this week we found out that the show Bridgerton was actually inspired by the Kardashians, which is crazy to think because you would have never thought. But when it's explained, it makes sense. Nicola Coughlin, who, if you have seen the show, um, see, I was going to do the spoiler alert, but I'm going to say she plays Penelope Featherington. Also known as somebody else on the show, but I'm not going to spoil it since Bruce hasn't seen it. I don't know if he plans to. Well, she posted on Twitter saying that it is as quoted as the world's number one Bridgerton stan. Does at Kim Kardashian know that the Kardashians were a massive influence or inspiration for the Featheringtons? So she posted that Kim K saw it. Kim responded and was like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Can I please come to a fitting? It'll make my whole life. And then the other girl replied and was like, yes, that would mean everything to us if you could come in for a fitting. So for those of you who don't know, and this is about the show, there's a family called the Featheringtons. And in this family, there's three daughters in this family. And they all and then these three these three daughters have an overbearing mother determined for her children to hold court in high society. So the comparison between the two, you know, you got Chris Jenner with three daughters trying to get her daughters in the public in Hollywood and up the chain, you know, up the ladder. And it's the same kind of thing where this the mom in Bridgerton is kind of the same way. She's trying to marry her daughter off into high society and trying this to sounds be- just like Cinderella, basically. No, it's nothing like Cinderella. Yeah, honey. it is no. like Cinderella. No, it's like not. Stepmother, no, it's not. just no, it's no, it's not like that at all. I'm telling you, it you is. Need to like watch you it. have ugly, uh, ugly sisters who no, get like. No, it's not like that. I'm sorry, but it's not like Cinderella. It's like a life imitates art, just kind of inspired by type of thing, and, and I, that's what I feel like. Except none of the Kardashians are Cinderella. They're all just gory and full of silicone. But whatever. Fun fact, though, Mr. Pearl, Mr. Pearl is the designer who made Kim Kardashian's, you know, the last time they had a Met Gala, Kim Kardashian had a corset on and it was made by this designer called Mr. Pearl. Well, Mr. Pearl actually 
um, made the corset for her character on Bridgerton, not Kim character, but um, Nicola. And Nicola said that the very next corset that he made after he did Kim's was hers for the show. So like there's all this like intertwining with the Kardashians and the Kardashians had no idea that the show was actually the creator of the shows all their family was like the center of one of the reasons why this show existed. Anyways, moving on to Zach. You know, what's also funny though, though, like quick note, side note, Schitt's Creek was also kind of inspired by the Kardashians, but it was losing them, losing their money. Uh, (laughs) Uh, oh, if, if they, they lost their lose, money, if they lost oh, their really? money, if the Kardashians kind of lost their yeah. money, and so I think we all just want them to see poor and suffering and struggling, just like the rest of us. I mean, I don't think so. I don't it's, know. It's, they have no talent. If they had talent, I mean, the only talent that they have is just laying on their back and just letting other people just. Bruce, that is so wrong to say something like that. You can like take that. this out if you <laughs> want to, but you know what? Facts are facts. It's not a joke. Just a fact, as Bimini Bumblelash would say from UK's Drag Race season two. Uh, <laughs> we're just start remixing it. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> that was like the oh, that was the that was like shade remix. <laughs> remix. Oh anyway, to, moving on to another silicon new phase. Um, I I, I just want to say that the words that Bruce just spoke about any of the Kardashian Jenner family, I do not agree, and it is in no way. Re, uh, the opinion of the press two podcast or myself it's it is my own Bruce's personal opinion. opinion yes and, and these are alleged facts and we do not want to be sued by any lawyers representing the jenners or the kardashians uh, in the future that when we take off and this gets played by somebody to her <laughs> anyways zach efron <laughs> zach efron zach efron the internet went crazy yesterday and a couple of days before i guess because zach efron uh, zach efron zach efron appears to have gotten some work done <laughs> but we don't know what he got done but you know what he got done bruce because you were all over it um it was pretty much like i'm gonna go get an oil change but you come back with new brake pads or a whole new car yeah, basically <laughs> that like, happened to me once i was gonna say engine to like <laughs> so shady. no that happened to me once i went to go get a car i went to go get a, a car right routine maintenance and then the next day <laughs> i don't want to nail the car all together but like anyways, my car is dirty i need a new one Zach <laughs> Efron. Um, Yes, Did to your point. So he got allegedly. It looked like he got a filler. Allegedly, because nothing was disclosed. But the interwebs and the fabulous people on Twitter, gay Twitter, had some comments and um, they said that this is alleged. Um, he got um, jaw injections. So jaw fillers, kind of like got Mick. Um, has because you know, got Mick gets uh jaw injections to make his jaw look a little bit more chiseled to find. Um, also a chin, uh, I forget the word, the right, correct word that it is, but it's basically like kind of like an implant to make it look more like David Hasselhoff. Um, his eyebrows are like maybe two or three inches higher, so I don't know. If Miss Thing also got a pull, a facelift. I don't know, but I mean, Zach Efron was he good was looking. Too, yeah, yeah, like I don't think he needed. Like any I don't. Work, yeah, so. to <laughs> your point, I don't think um, 
And, you know, some people were making a comparison <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, they were like the drag queens whenever they first go on their season. And then, and it was a regular picture of Zac Efron. And they're like the drag queens when they come back to All Stars and it's his new face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of how some of them are. <laughs> and so, but yeah, they were just kind of like, um, you know, they had some comments. And to be honest, I mean, you never really know because... People in the spotlight, I mean, we've seen it with several celebrities who do this and you're like, why you look normal before, but we really don't know what they're struggling with as far as like appearance. And we know that Zac Efron has been dealing in the past with like rehab and alcohol and certain addition addictions that he's been very vocal about. Um, but yeah, we don't know. And he's happy with it. Maybe who knows, uh, <laughs> but the internet sure as hell wasn't. So, um, I mean, well, um, I'm sure his, him and his new face are still going to make some money. So it's not. <laughs> okay. So, you know, your homegirl, Lindsay, Lindsay, I love Lindsay. Hashtag. Well, her dad, Michael, he got arrested on six charges of patient brokering yesterday in Palm Beach County, Florida. He's being accused of bringing in drug addicts to drug treatment centers in Florida in exchange for illegal kickbacks. That's according to NBC News. The outlet reported Lohan has been paid checks totaling more than $25,000. Hmm. That doesn't sound surprising. Hmm. But uh, so is he still in jail or is, has he been released? I mean, he's probably out on bond. I don't know. Uh, but he went to jail yesterday, so I don't know if he got released today or if it's happening today. Uh, Nothing else for that? Just that? I was just going to say, surprised. I'm not surprised about it. Um, I mean, as we know, Lindsay has been very vocal and outspoken about her relationship with her dad and how he's sort of taken advantage of the whole situation. So he okay. can rot in jail. Moving on. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. Speaking of the Kardashians and Jenners, Caitlin is also running for governor of California. <laughs> Caitlin also responded um, this week to the View co-host Joy Behar. Uh, Joy apparently misgendered Caitlin on Friday um, or on the View several times. Um, Joy did apologize and Caitlin did tweet out yesterday saying, don't sweat it at Joy V. Behar. I'm not about cancel culture. I know where your heart is. California has bigger issues than pronouns. End quote. So how do you feel about Caitlin running for the governor of California? I don't. Is it everything? Um, <laughs> I for think. Um, Are you going to move to California and vote for her? No, <laughs> because Miss Thing was a previous administration supporter. And then when it blew up on her face, uh, I'm not misgendering yep. her. Um, she came back and backpedaled and was like, I'm so sorry about it. And we're just like, no. So, uh, I think California has, I think the other running, the other runner or something like that has issues with, uh, xenophobia. So I think Republicans are choosing between xenophobia or transphobia at this point, (laughs) uh, which, you know, 2021, there's room for everybody. (laughs) Quoting Gia, Ms. Gia Gunn, uh, which is another problematic trans person, but you know, um, yeah, I don't know how that's going to turn out. And I don't know. I mean, I think just given the fact 
of what we tra- what we transpired in the last four years with the last administration, I don't know. Can we go lower than that? Yes. No. Great maybe. commentary. I know. Oh, I was going to let you just have that with like dead air because it makes it it makes people think like. Mm. Yeah. That was a good commentary. Thank you. Good job for you, Bruce. I know. Sobriety helps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we get into the drag report, I have one last thing I want to say. I'll let you have something, but Cher. Snap out of it. Cher says that she will have to go on RuPaul's Drag Race due to popular demand. She wants fans <laughs> to know she is aware of the outcry from fans and she is willing to appear on the show. So since she's publicly said that, expect Cher as a judge on RuPaul season 14 or 15, however long it takes her to get out there. <laughs> we but can it's only hope happen. so. Along those lines, did you see that... Um, Drag, uh, drag race down under, which is for Australia. Um, the one and only Kylie Minogue is going to be a guest judge star, uh, oh. this season. So I heard there's some problems with the um, those Queens on there. Someone had a racist tattoo and, um, they've talked about it. Yeah. It's been kind of sketchy with that down under cast, but I've heard some things coming out and it doesn't, well, I'm not going to say anything else. Well, you know, yeah. Australia does kind of have a, have a problematic background of how it started because it started as a prison colony, um, prison honey, um, by the one and only, you know, Europe. And, you know, there's <laughs> issues. This is the one and only Europe. <laughs> like, well, there's a lot of like try to conquer like everything. Some person. But. <laughs> no, but it's just like, I thought I was like accepting a name and you just say Europe. I was like, oh, hey. I was trying to think I don't of know which, her. you know. <laughs> but, you know, there's people with like the natives, with the, which are the aboriginals there. And, um, yeah, so Australia has its own problems. And so, so let's just get into the report then. Yeah, this I is mean, a big night for you, right? From that. It is. It's my big opening. It wasn't my big opening. <laughs> Girl. Uh, yes. So finally, after 12 months of season 13, we came to a conclusion and it all came down yesterday. Um, did you watch? Yeah, this today I did. Did you pay attention? I paid enough attention to know who won. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking. And to know but... who should have went home first instead of last. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was this like, information, you know? I was just like, information how, is, is not... Go ahead. Oh, I was just like, how, how was you going to wear that to your lip sync on your, like... Let's dive in, shall we? Um, <laughs> so, yes, last night was the finale, which was recorded sometime. Uh, okay, so it was last night, which was recorded sometime last week. And uh, they held it at the Ace Motel in downtown L.A. And the um, the auditorium, actually, um, at the Ace Hotel, not Motel. Motel's a different thing. Although, I don't know you know, gay culture. Um, but, uh, they also, (laughs) they also, so they could, since, you know, COVID restrictions didn't really allow for an audience, they had a drive in drive through, whatever, uh, which fun fact, I've been to one of those, um, drag 
drives, what they call them. Drive-in uh, or something. Yeah, the drive-in. Right. And I'm supposed drive-in. to go to another one next month, I believe. Um, so that was that was kind of fun because I was trying to think of how they were going to do this with all the COVID restrictions. So, um, yeah, so we see uh, RuPaul opening to a lip sync of his new song. And he is doing the absolute bit bare minimum probably took notes from mimi not mimi on first but mariah carey as we saw on her christmas special she was just kind of sitting there and rupaul was kind of doing the same but you know what that's why rupaul is probably in wyoming right now fracking and we're sitting here that's a legend uh (laughs) oh my god i didn't get to the button in time (laughs) i'll just do it anyway (laughs) oh my god the shade um so the category is ball and so we see they are having a ball uh the first one is black and white we see got mixed um who shaved her head for this look i don't know if you were aware of that um it was kind of like a uh I forget. It was like needles on the head and it was kind of scary look. Uh, Candy Muse had a BLM couture gown, which I thought that was really cool and kind of clever. I don't know if you, uh, did you see like the shape? I think, uh, the B kind of was like, Oh, I didn't coming down. I didn't notice that. You didn't notice that it was, it was actually, yeah, it said BLM. And, uh, if you really looked into it, that's, you know, Paying attention matters. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> and then Rose had a Hadri Epburn iconic dress inspired. And it kind of looked um, a little bit, you know, kind of royal. Uh, Simone, though, she came out looking like she was in one of the cast of um, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did look good. It was like a Marie Antoinette yeah. meets like hood like, like like it was like good. yeah she was she had bandanas and she was like queen of the south reclaiming my i i don't know what she said but queen she of the that, south reclaiming my title or something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> but when she said that i thought about the show queen of the south i don't yeah, know that's what was i was referencing thinking because i was yeah. just like what what i think she should have said was you know queen of the south reclaiming my plantation and putting those people to work instead <laughs> oh, so, you know but um the next category was red all over, got Mick and a uh, Keith Haring slash Bowie inspired look, which was my favorite of the night. That was awesome. Uh, Candy wearing a long, a long ponytail, which it was kind of, I mean, you know, this look has been done, but whenever you think of a long ponytail that's braided, you kind of think of Denali. So, um, yeah, she had a boombox. <laughs> <that was, laughs> She had a purse oh that was that looked like a boombox, <laughs> but she was cute. Um, Rosé came out looking like a tree. The the concept, the idea behind it was so it's just the way you're <laughs> you're delivering this is so weird because you're like she came out looking like a tree, and like, <laughs> but she did. <laughs> Seemed like damn a tree. <laughs> like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> it was Earth Day. So <laughs> The head, the headpiece was really cool, um, you know, and she said, I was rooting for me. <laughs> so get it from Kimura Hall. Yeah, um, yeah. And Simone, hangnails, come on. Like the whole dress was made out of nails. She had the whole like nails on the head. Um, she had those cliffhangers because she got long ass nails on them on her toes. And, you know, she nailed it. Ha ha. Uh, the grand finale was the grand uh-huh. finale eleganza extravaganza. <laughs> um, got Mick 
that was such an awesome look uh it was it was kind of something out of like um alice in wonderland almost kind of like the queen mm-hmm. um a little bit yeah kind of like uh if you were into dark mode type of thing i like, concur yes uh <laughs> candy coming out with peop- peacock feathers and, and a ball gown rose crystals and silver roses you know and simone that was such an awesome look she had like this medusa look uh head and then half of it was kind of like uh bionic and then the next was a little bit kind of like greek goddess it kind of merged i don't know if you ever watched uh the movie metropolis back in the 1930s i think as a silent film oh no Um, i don't watch anything silent (sighs) anyway (laughs) but to reference it looked like maria uh uh, Maria the robot from Metropolis kind of have some uh, like a custom armor. It was pretty cool. Um, and so once that's done, we see Jada Essence Hall as a correspondent, which is uh, the whole segment. It is uh, sponsored by Bubbly Bounce. Get that coin. Because did you notice all of the sponsors that they had yesterday? It was like Pantene, Bubbly, Truly, Bubbly. basically all these gay products. And so. <laughs> um, we did, it was nice to see Jada Essence Hall because, you know, last year they didn't really get to do, she didn't really get to do much. And she was the reigning yeah. queen up until Friday. Um, so we move on to like the one-on-one, which, you know, got me, gets a message from pa- the one and only Paris Hilton. That's hot. Uh, and her parents. <laughs> um Yeah, totally butcher that. That's hot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I wish Paris would have said, uh, because she said that's hot and loves it. But I I wish she would have said something like Gorge or something like that. Because, you know, her and Gottmik are are good friends. Um, And Gottmik talks about how Paris was actually her first uh, big celebrity makeup uh, person. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Candy, the hot to Hulu hot to hollywood story <laughs> um rupaul asks her about the tamisha on food and she kind of shuts it down right away and then we see that she gets a message from her mom which her mom looks like she's 16 like she looks young yeah um but i guess her mom i don't know she said my two mom uh candy she, yeah, said my she's two a lesbian moms. so i guess I, I i wasn't trying to assume okay well so <laughs> i think she already said it earlier you should know oh, they're super fan <laughs> well, she had she mentioned earlier moms, in the season but... she mentioned two moms in the season or something earlier oh uh, like, i guess i missed it well you know i was kind of trying at the beginning of the season i was just kind of paying like attention to her probably muting it not paying attention yeah uh rose she has a sprained ankle so she mentions to rue that she has a sprained ankle um and i think that played a lot into what transpired during the during the night uh there's a dig at the uk season two because rupaul says that the only thing that um rue can pronounce with uh Nair's accent is uh, Lawrence Cheney, which is the winner of UK season two. And there's a segment in that season where Ellie Golden asks Rue why she doesn't say her name in that same accent. Yeah. And so Rue says Ellie Diamond in that accent. So that was a little bit of a dig connecting both uh, seasons. I thought it was pretty smart. Rose is like, Rose is 
sense of humor is really smart. And I think a lot of people don't get it because it's so smart and it's, it's really quick and, um, you know, it's not loud, obnoxious and ignorant. So, um, Mm -hmm. so I think it's overlooked a lot of times. Um, Mm -hmm. but she gets a message from her. Obnoxious and ignorant. Who are we talking about? Do tell. I'm not gonna make um, you do that. But we already the know. Kardashians, but <laughs> okay. First of all, they are not loud. <laughs> anyway, um, she gets a message from her family, and it's very cute. Um, and then at the end, we see uh, Simone, which uh, Rue asks who her inspirations are. And did you know that we've been pronouncing Rihanna's name wrong this whole time? Apparently it's Rihanna or Rihanna. Like it's Rihanna. Rue pronounced it correctly. And everybody was talking about it on Twitter. And so <laughs> there was a link to her correct pronunciation of her name. So apparently we've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Uh, Rihanna? Uh, yeah, Rihanna. That's how it's pronounced. Rihanna. Like Rihanna. Rihanna. Anyway, so that's that's the way I'm saying it. I thought, how have other people? How have we been saying it? We supposedly. Well, I've heard different people say Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. Like, Mm. I don't know. At the end of the day, you know who she is. So it's just like um, Chrissy Teigen. They people call her Chrissy Teigen, and her last name is isn't it Teigen? It's Teigen. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Tegan. No, it's Tegan. And she was on Watch What Happens Live this week and, and clarified it again on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen this past week. It's Chrissy Tegan. But oh. people have been pronouncing it Tegan, but that's not how you say her name. And it's just like Raven Simone. It's Raven Simone, not Raven Simone. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So it's amazing. Well, how, it's like, kind of like uh, Ariana like Grande. Her, it's actually Grandi, not Grande. Is it? See? Yeah, it's what Grandi. Who would have knew? Well, people who can't pronounce shit, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she says that Rihanna, Lil' Kim, uh, and Whitney Houston, it's basically Simone is a mix of all of them. And, uh, you know, she talks about dragon activism and, you know, black culture. And she gets also a message from her mom and grandma all the way from Conroe, Arkansas or Conway, Conroe. Yeah, Conroe, Arkansas. So uh, they do a little message song. Moving on. Sorry. They do a little message song from Bette Midler uh, talking about the 80s, 90s pandemic. And I did see a lot of people that were just like, not this corny shit. But to be honest with you, like the younger generation has not really struggled with a lot of the older generation did during the 80s and 90s because, you know, it's that's. It's not an issue. So a lot of people really don't really pay attention to that. But the older generation, like that was the song kind of to cry to and stuff. And Bette Midler made that song during that pandemic. Um, so and she was a huge ally, still continues to to be. And she was really outspoken whenever Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan, fuck him, uh, were basically, you know, saying that gay people should die and that, you know, they didn't funded any aid to help with the AIDS uh pandemic or anything. But anyway, digressing for the, from those assholes. Um they also do a memorial to Chichi the Vane, which that was I love Chichi the Vane. One of my favorite sayings is I don't get ready 
I Stay Ready, uh, which is from Chichi the Vein. And so that was pretty emotional. Um, so rest in power, Chichi. And we're moving on to the lip sync, uh, which all of the three songs were by the one and only Miss Britney Spears. What did you think about that? They could have picked better Britney songs, but yeah, it was cute. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. I think there was only one Britney song that was actually good because the other two were just like, mm, meh. But, um, you know, it's the F for what counts, right? Or at least they try. No, they could have did better. <laughs> they get a brief. Drag race. They have money. They could have got, they could have got uh, other Britney songs. Yeah. But anyways. They got Pantene the, and Bubbly anyways, money now. <laughs> they, anyways, they could afford the other songs. I don't know why they went to those, but whatever. I, I don't know either, but <laughs> the, they, you know, as usual, um, Oh, and then we see Senator Cory Booker, which that's a whole other topic, um, you know, present the Queens. Uh, and the first lip sync is Rose versus Candy to Britney's Work Bitch, which that's a good drag song, right? Yeah, that was that's, the only one I liked. Well, I liked yeah, all that was the only songs, one. But for the lip sync, this was the one that was like, okay. Yeah. Were like, and we <sighs> actually <sighs> saw, I mean, we knew that Rose had a uh, a reveal. Because that that jumpsuit was like really, uh, but going back to the comments of the injured knee or the injured ankle, um, you saw it because Rose's performance was kind of underwhelming, and on the other hand, you saw Candy just turning it out. And Candy had also a reveal to which it was actually a pretty smart reveal because you couldn't really tell that she had a reveal, and so I think that's the point of the reveal, like not expecting the reveal does that make sense like that's mm -hmm. what makes it a good reveal like you're not gonna come out in a fucking trash bag and then be like oh this is my look like i mean unless you're silky not make a ganache of course that's gonna be your look but if um you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so rosé loses and side note the stage was empty so that's even harder to perform because you're like there performing just for RuPaul. You're not getting like, you know, cheers from the crowd and you're not getting that, uh, that energy. So you're just kind of trying to like, I mean, at the end of the day, it is RuPaul's drag race. They're probably used to that. I, I don't know. I don't know. Rosé is trained in uh, theater. And so whenever you're part of that, the theater. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, the, as far as being in the competition, they've probably gotten used to that. Because, I mean, even maybe because, I mean, even when they're just doing the judges, so it's like six of them and camera people. True. Yeah, so, that I mean, is kind of true. Like, it's probably what's But then you have the queens a, on the back yelling, kind of like Violet Chashki would be like, come through. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but um, anyway, so Rosé loses and Candy moves to the next uh, step. The second lip sync is Milk uh, Got Mick versus Simone uh, to Britney's Gimme More, which to your point, they could have picked way better Britney songs. That was a little bit of really slow song. Um they both had reveals. Honestly, Simone's Timberland inspired reveal was pretty awesome. I don't know how you're going to compete with that. And uh, Got Mick loses, unfortunately, and Simone moves to the next step. Uh, before that happens, we see Miss Congeniality crowned, which is Miss Lala Ree. And, you know, it, I mean, I think the 
prayers of calling God a bitch and a girl worked out. So <laughs> like, <laughs> do you remember? It's just like, God, bitch. bitch. You know, you know, you bitch, bitch, God, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, she wins that. And also Pantene is providing $2,000 to each of the queens. So basically they got a stimulus check from Pantene because, you know, after taxes is like $1,600. So good for them, you know. You get your stimulus check. Um, and moving on to the last lip sync, which is Simone and Candy. Mind you, Twitter by this point it was like people were eating their nail, their fingernails, their toenails. Like people were pressed and stressed because there was still an opportunity that Candy would have won, you know, because at the end of the day, it's RuPaul who makes the decision and he really liked Candy. Um, so they lip sync to uh, Britney Spears' Still the World Ends, which is on the scale from one to five to a drag queen song, maybe it's like a three. Like it's entertaining, but you're going to be looking at your phone type of thing sometimes. Uh, you might tip if you have change, if you have singles. If you don't, you probably won't tip. Anyway, okay, that uh, was rude. Candy. That was really rude. First of all, I was just gonna see how deep, how deep you were gonna dig into that ground with that shovel, but that was really rude. I disagree. But okay, go ahead. I would never not tip a queen over. Oh, a Britney I always song. tip, but I've seen people who tip. No, I'm based talking about over a Britney song. Oh yeah, oh, I get it because uh, you're in the mood. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're if, in the mood. You, and, and so you'd be like, oh, yes, Britney, bitch. You know, you should see me at a drag brunch when Beyonce comes on. I'm like, that is Beyonce I'm listening to right now. This half of getting all my wines. But what if the drag is doing a bad job? What if the queen is doing a bad job? Oh, yeah, that is. Mm. I don't know. I've never had that experience with a Beyonce queen. I've had people that want to be Beyonce in the club. They come and drag the dress like her and then they just want to put on a show in the club. Like it wasn't even a drag show. It was just them in the club being like obnoxious, trying to get everybody to look at them. I have seen some of those at Blur Houston. We're not going to name any. any I already named the club. It's it's at the Blur Bar in Houston. I've seen several people that were not working for the club at all get up and try to do a Beyonce when Beyonce came on. And it's like they knew this is getting off topic, but it's like they knew they were, they just assumed the DJ was going to play Beyonce. They came dressed up as Beyonce and just waited for that song to pop on so they could jump their ass up on the damn. There's like this, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but there's like this thing that you can get on and like, I don't know how Blur is today, but that people used to jump on this thing. It was like a platform and they would dance and like, like dance and like feel like they were the shit because they kept to get on the platform and everybody would look up at them and shit. It was like totally like want to be Studio 54 shit, but it was like hood, ratchet, gay hip hop. And they would do stuff like that. And this girl would always come out there and she would try to be Beyonce, but she was never a Beyonce. And then one time there was a Beyonce battle where it was two of them. And they were both trying to be Beyonce. Just saying. Well, as someone who's seen Beyonce. I digress. Yes, (laughs) me too. Uh, So we see Candy pull the Dominican flag and Simone's hair starts swirling like a helicopter, which I don't know what that was all about. I was like, like, is that a crown with like fire? I don't don't know what it was. Whenever whenever that happened, I was just like, I I seriously, I literally gasped. I was like, 
I was like, she got shit coming out of her weave. <laughs> she was ready. So, she was like, she was going to the ATL hair show. <laughs> she had all kinds yes, of surprises. that's what it made me think of, like one of those things. But it was so like, it was unexpected. I mean, we knew there was going to be something. But before she ha- before that, she had another wig reveal, which it was like the 80s, uh, you know, high top. And then it turned into... Somebody posted me singing vote uh, versus, oh, not me, but they were like me singing vote like, versus. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody posted on Twitter on the Simone reveal, like me singing vote versus of uh, Nelly Fortado's promiscuous girl, and it's like Timbaland. And then after Simone takes off her wig and is that blonde hair, <laughs> it's Nelly Fortado. <laughs> I have to see that. Show that to me. Um, but. So yes, Simone wins as she should, and she should have. We known this whole time. Like they should have just given her the crown on the third episode. Um, but congratulations to her, House of Avalon, and um, yes, it was the right choice. I think you know, there's a lot of qu- people questioning why Candy was top two. But to be honest with you, like she fought for it, and who doesn't lo- love like somebody? fighting for something that they want and it was also pretty like entertaining and it was controversial so hey mx for people are talking about it they were just like that's what it is that's what reality show tv is but um also a lot of people wanted a double crowning between simone and got which i wouldn't have been mad about and a lot of people wouldn't have been mad about because they both deserved it but once again it's rupaul's drag race not rupaul's best friend race to quote Lucian Beyond. <laughs> anyway, that's the ending. And uh, the next um, All Star 6 starts. Uh, and it's going to be streaming on Paramount Plus. Ugh, Paramount. And, uh, fucking also Drag Paramount. Race. Drag Race Down Under. Bitch, you can get my password. So, Bitch, whatever. you never sent me the one for Discovery Plus. Because I wanted to watch the, 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 the 90 Days shit. Oh, you should have reminded me. I forgot. Uh, I'll send it to you. I love doing charity work. Uh, and I love accepting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that concludes the Drag Race Report. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself for the next time we record a podcast because there's not going to be Drag Race. So, Wow. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I know. <clears throat> so there's no reality report this week. But here's but something I did want to mention. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm just going to dedicate this next five minutes to that show. It's not probably not even five. The Real Housewives of Atlanta wrapped up this week. So they had their season finale and the season finale was met with carolers and recycled gifts. So Cynthia Bailey, she had a Christmas party and the ladies participated in this white elephant gift exchange. And the price requirement was a thousand dollars per gift. Because why not? When you're rich, who wants a white elephant gift of a limit of $50, right? So everyone seemed to follow this rule the way they should have, except for Drew Sedora. She used this time to get a recycled wig that needed a perm and a cassette tape and a 1990-something boombox, all to prove that the Prophet and LaToya had done something weird or scandalous, because that's a whole thing this season, well, that fell flat on his ass and the tape revealed nothing and it left the women irritated because she just basically used this to just throw shade and didn't follow protocol with the white elephant. So here's what the ladies did buy. These are some best gifts. 
after you see these gifts, you are going to wish you had been at this white elephant party. Except if you had gotten Cynthia's gift. We start with her. Cynthia didn't get any love because Portia ended up picking Cynthia's gift and it came from Tiffany's. Can I just quickly ask why I got to be white? Why what got to be white? The elephant. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> really? <laughs> so Cynthia bought like a Tiffany bracelet and a and a necklace. It was pearls, but it was kind of like very outdated and it was like not cute. And Portia's face basically was like, oh, bitch, you shouldn't have. So, you know, Portia was happy to try to get rid of that gift. But the good gifts came from LaToya, who had a Gucci purse. Shamia, a Chanel brooch and scarf. Then there was 12 bottles of Vuv Clico champagne provided by Mallory, but she basically took those from the Bailey's wine cellar that she owns with her sister. So we, who knows if she actually paid for that. Candy Burris donated a 256 gigabyte iPhone 12, which was the new hot phone back then. It had just come out. Um, Kenya Moore, though, a $5,000 diamond earrings. But the best gift goes to Marlo Hampton, who didn't show up, but she sent thousand dollars in cash and a gift box to provide. And I mean, that would have been my favorite gift because I can take a thousand dollars to do whatever the fuck I want with it. So overall, I would have said that this was like a really good. You know what? Can we sorry to interrupt, but can I just say how iconic that is? Like, sorry, I couldn't make it. But here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, And she sent she sent a fucking like she sent her niece and nephew, but she sent somebody else. She sent like an entourage to Cynthia's house to deliver. That is this. That is like icon status. (laughs) But it is so it is so her, though. That's that's why she deserves to be on the show and not as a friend. But they need to give her a peach so she can be on the show. But, you know, we already think she doesn't want to because she hasn't made now. She gets paid and doesn't have to share her whole life with them. But I would say this season of Atlanta, this season was not that good. I rate it maybe a four out of ten. This is probably one of the worst seasons of Atlanta I think they've ever had. And come on, Atlanta, you guys set the tone and trend of why the housewives got famous to begin with. So I think they need a cast change. They need to bring back some people, I think, and they need to get rid of some people. But yeah. So till next year. This is oh, going to sound really. The reunion comes out Sunday. But um, that's where Nene Leaks comes from, right? Atlanta. Yeah, Nene Leaks is from okay. Atlanta and she started season one. So Nene Leaks was one of the original housewives. And it's like <laughs> most of all the shade. When you think of like the best housewife quotes, Nene, Nene has Leakes. a lot of them. Close your legs, the married men. Trash box, bloop. Um, not a white refrigerator, girl. Let's get out of here and find you a home. Trump check. <laughs> Trump <laughs> check. I'm a rich bitch. Um, Nene has all of them. Oh, uh, what is another one? Um, buy wig. That's Nene. Girl buy. She kind of toned that, even though girl buy had been saying, but it crossed over when she started saying it to like the general public. Um, yeah. another one was, um, my last one I'm going to save her. Oh, my God. It just crossed because it's a really good one. I can't even think of it right now. I know there's one where she's like thrilling around and I don't know what she's saying, but I love no, it. No, you're thinking about Kenya. She's like gone with the fabulous. Moore? Yeah. And then Nini nicknamed her twirl. So because Nini didn't like her. So <laughs> Nini started calling her twirl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that, Nini was like the gift that just kept on giving. So it would be nice to get her back. 
Yeah, but her, her new face. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> well, you can never just like let like that. Like okay, so anyways, there was nothing wrong up, with her face. Like okay. I thought she was beautiful. Like okay, so in the re- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I will say this. Nini did get work done and I will say she does look a lot better. Not that anything was wrong with her before, but I like Nini. But Nini scares me because I have two or three friends. One, well, one is a cousin, actually. And the other two were friends that met her in person and they all said the same thing about her. And it wasn't that nice. And so that scares me. I would never want to meet her because I think it would ruin her for me because I would be scared. That well, she you know, there's that saying, the never meet your heroes them. because it'll just, it'll just let you yeah, down. She's so. not really a hero, but I would just like it. Would, I would be really upset if she treated me the way they claim to have been treated. But anyways, I digress. And then, but I want to mention something to you before we get off of here. There's a story that's been in the news, and I was going to talk about it last week, but we didn't have time because we had an interview and everything. And I this this story is just so funny to me. Oh my me. god, we are so busy. I know, right? <laughs> well, okay. So there's this lady <laughs> in Louisiana, and her name is oh girl, I forgot her name, and I didn't even write it down. Anyway, this lady from Louisiana, she was supposed to get a deposit in her bank account of $82 and 56 cents. But instead she received $1.2 million. And the funny thing about this is the article was so shady and they were like, she used her quick skills as a 911 dispatch operator and bought (laughs) immediately bought a house and a car the same fucking day the money got in her account. So my question is how do you buy a house in a day I don't know. She spent $70,000 on a Hyundai Genesis SUV, the new one that just came out, the one that Tiger Woods made famous by getting into a car accident in. That one. Yeah, she bought that and a house. And the bank has not been able to get all the money back. So now she's going to jail. They got some of the money, but not all of it. So she got fired. So she's no longer a 911 dispatch operator. And she's being accused now of theft, bank fraud, illegal transmission of money funds, and just being crazy and stupid because there's no way in hell you could. Oh yeah. And the funny part about this is that she has been blocking the bank. So when they called her (laughs) about the message, she put their phone on block and stopped answering their calls. (laughs) (laughs) Home girl (laughs) thought she was really going to get away with this. Her name was, uh, Kaylin. Kaylin or something. Yeah. Kaylin, it was Kaylin, like K-E-L-L-Y. Yeah, that's what it was. K-E-L-Y-N. Spadoni. Um, yeah, I think I heard about this. And first of all, like, how often do you check your bank account, though? Because I've heard, I've actually heard of this happening. I I met a person who this happened to, actually, when I was working, when I used to work retail. Um I personally don't check my bank account that often. Like I know there's money there, but for the same reason that I don't want to know how much money's left. So you don't, don't know how much, but you know there's something there. Uh, I mean, I know there's money. Like I know I can buy some stuff, but uh, back when I was younger, I would play Russian roulette basically at you know grocery stores and be like, "Is it going to? Is it going to get approved?" But you know, I've grown up and whatever overdraft fees no longer um 
Yeah, I don't check my bank account that often, but I've known of people, like I said, who has happened to them. And they said that the bank, it was an error because the bank deposits this amount. Um, I can't remember the reason, but it's, it's, it's a crazy reason. And apparently it's common, like banks do it more common than we think. Uh, to your point, uh, I just want to know, like, <laughs> What kind of skills do you get as a 911 operator? It was like her quick response. No, they said it was her quick skills. <laughs> but yeah, because like, as a 911 uh, operator, she was so fast and she immediately knew to go buy a house in a $70,000 Hyundai. How the fuck like, does that relate? Like, why the fuck would like, you spend $70,000 on a fucking Hyundai? Is like beyond. The girl, you crazy. Because if I did do something like that and I got that kind of money and I knew if I was going to be stupid like you, I would have went out and bought a G-Wagon or a Rolls Royce or a Bentayga. If um, someone put 1.2 in my bank and I could get away with it and or if not get away with it. And I was just stupid so like her. My question still. is, how did she, did she write a check? Did she swipe her card? I don't know. They didn't go did into she detail. cash it out? I just want to know how she bought a house in a day because the last thing I yeah, that's what I want to know, too. You just went up there and just offered them cash. I'm, uh, I don't know if she did like a cash offer. But they got the money the same day. That just doesn't make any sense. I'm thinking maybe yeah, that it, article just exaggerated that. And maybe it was like on the fourth day she bought the house. <laughs> but I know by the time I, that they got a hold of her, the money was gone and it was gone quickly. It was gone. They said it was gone the next day. So I don't know. Well, So semantics, right? It was gone from the account. Maybe she transferred it to another bank account or was it no, gone girl, she went that she smart. spent it? She wasn't that smart because if she was that smart, she wouldn't have done this shit to begin with. And she wouldn't be blocking her phone, blocking their numbers if, oh, they can't find me now. Like, really? Well, see, if she really wanted to do something with that, I, she would have done something like this. Alleged. Not that I would do anything like this ever, but I would have gone to Mexico and just from disappear. there, disappear. <laughs> and then, you know, let some time go by and then put some of that money in a Swiss bank account. Um, and Bruce, this is not to tell people how to do stuff like this. We're not just giving out off the like, interest and pesos, not dollars, because food is cheaper in Mexico. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends and she said that she's like, yeah, one of my aunts just like flew to Mexico. She just she migrated she illegally migrated to mexico and we don't know where she sat and i was like what and uh, she was just like yeah she just like disappeared down there and she won't tell us where she's at she calls from like pay she phones. calls them so, <laughs> so she they know who she is but they don't she won't tell them where she is <laughs> that sounds kind of sketchy is she running from somebody i i didn't i didn't ask uh don't ask, don't tell. You know, like, oh, my God. oh shit, I'm telling that. Well, you can delete this if you want. But, well, I mean, you um, don't know who this friend is. So it's not like you said her no, name. No, we don't know who this friend is or anything. But uh, yeah, but I thought that was interesting. I mean, I know who my friend is, but I'm going to say. Uh, um, you know what, friend of Bruce, call into the hotline. Tell us all about your aunt. <laughs> and your, or what is it? Her aunt? No. It's her aunt, right? Yeah, allegedly call in to the hotline let us know all about that why she went to mexico um, why did she go there illegally and who she's running but you from. know there's a bunch of people from the u.s that illegally are living in mexico yeah because they don't think they can do anything they can just think they go over there and buy a house and live yeah and i was reading an article about it that there's a bunch of illegals of u.s citizens illegally living are. in mexico yeah there is and they're so big you know, that sometimes where they think they can just go anywhere they want to shut up shop Set up shop. Yeah. I said shut up shop. <laughs> Set up shop. 
I mean, once you carry your traditions from your the conquistadors and all those people from Europe, you know, it's kind of hard to let it go. So. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up, Bruce. <laughs> Before we get sued. Wrap it up. Social media. Sue me. <laughs> Who was it that would say that? Um, uh, Nina Bonina Brown. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> Nina Bonina Brown. That sounds familiar. You're like you're she did like the bunny on it with thing. The she lip sync against Valentina. Um, I don't know. I remember her. She was I just mad that she didn't. Her. She did, that she was mad that she didn't play Black China. She was in the same season as Shakula. I know. I remember, but I don't remember. That's what I mean. Like <sighs> I remember these people's names and some of this stuff, but like I don't remember the details of like. Like you, you're like, you know how I'm into the housewives. You're like that with drag race, you know, like all the details of what happened when it happened on that same at the 36, 26 second mark, you know what they said. And I just don't like I see it. And then I I capture all the big moments, like the iconic stuff. And then I kind of move yeah. on. And you're like, you're like the professor drag race professor. <laughs> this is the same way with me <laughs> with the housewives. Like you don't watch it at all. And I know everything about it. I know what they ate for breakfast this morning. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I'll accept that. And that's interesting. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our thing. <laughs> and now minus social- men, my minus cross-dressers. <laughs> and yours is- men. Yes, and minus men. I was like, okay, Bruce, we know. <laughs> and so yours is rich women. Rich women. I love Married. rich women. That I love rich, messy women. I love them. I just love them. I love their whole world. I love it. <laughs> they have to be messy, though. We don't want to see no rich, nice bitch. I want messy, rich, crazy women. They have they have the best fun. Go to one of their parties. Oh, my God. Anyway, social media. Uh, oh, I have. I have. I know you have because you told me about fun, one yeah. in particular and I can see her face right now. <laughs> you took a picture with that. I could just imagine her every time. I, anyways, social media. Uh, yeah, we are Press 2 Podcasts on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, so yeah, write a comment, like, dislike, um, I don't know, do something. With yourself. Uh, yeah, do something Prostitution, with yourself. Prostitution, boy! Oh my God. What you, yeah, think about what you've done with yourself <laughs> in your life. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I have, I have, I can't wait to share this with you guys next week, but I have something in the mail and Ooh. only I would love it. You guys, the fans are all 20 Is that a PR years. makeup palette? <laughs> no. Oh, I oh. do have, you know, <laughs> speaking of actually, I have these Mally by RuPaul extreme Cooler. mascara brushes. I have two of them brand new. And I just need someone to come claim them by calling the Press 2 hotline at 832-390-0279. Again, that's 832-390-0279. I have two Mali by RuPaul Drag Lash Extreme Mascara brushes. I think those are actually, oh, are those from the QVC? Mm-hmm. They sold out the um, day they, they sold, sold out. out. Yeah. They might have some more in stock, but you can get them for here for free if you want. Huh. And you don't even have to pay for shipping. You just have to call. So do the Yeah, call. I mean, we, I might charge you shipping on the thing, but you know. 
<laughs> nobody's gonna want these anyway but they're gonna be there for some type of a giveaway anyways you got the hotline you got our socials we out this bitch bye see you next tuesday hoes so waiting.